0: And welcome to KC360's podcast on navigating college admissions. I'm Christy, your host, and during our time together, we'll cover college admission tips and tricks to help your college search be a success. Today's episode is super special and I will just label the whole thing as a rainbow banner of if you need encouragement because Heather is the queen of that. And so I welcome Heather to our monthly chats and whether you're a parent or a student, this is um, relevant to you. So if you're a parent, watch this and then rope your student back in. If you're a student, um, send it to your mom for Mother's Day.
1: You'll (laughs) get bonus points. So
0: Heather does Don't Mom Alone podcast, which I've never heard a podcast that I didn't leave going, oh, yes, there is hope. The Lord is good. And so if you ever seem to be encouraged, that's the place that you need to wherever you listen to your podcast download. But Heather is um, joining us today because she homeschooled and also has teenagers and is in the same race that a lot of you are in. (laughs) regarding college and questions and finances, um, but has also written a book right where you belong. And so we'll start with sort of the homeschool and even just insight regarding your students of what you wish in retrospect, 10 years ago, you had known
1: about teenagers and parenting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, here's the story. I was homeschooled third through eighth grade but I only homeschooled one of my four boys for one year and I get so much credit for it. It's ridiculous. It's like hardly anything compared to y'all who possibly homeschool all of your children through the entire time and kudos to you. Um, I would say that having been the recipient of homeschooling and being the teacher, one truth that I have landed on that I think is really important to encourage parents is you are important, but you are not essential. And I think it is when we think it is all up to us. And when you <laughs> bring in the roles of parent, which already carries a lot of weight and burden and you know the famous counselor line, tell me about your mother. Like she's the cause of all these problems. <laughs> it's like when you bring in that and then you throw in, I'm also the teacher. It's so much of how your kid's quote unquote, turnout or the adults they become, you can start to draw this line of I am the reason for it or the the, re- the problem or the good. And I think to humbly occupy the space of, yes, my love and my care and my attention and my teaching are so important. But ultimately, God is the one who redeems and restores and is working in our kids' lives, and he loves them more than we do. And we know know all these things, but I honestly think when we hit a hard place, we really do believe we were the essential ones. Like it was fully up to us. And if you're in that place and you're like, it is fully up to me because I'm doing all of these things might be a good time to spend a little time with God and say, what am I carrying that is yours to carry? I can only do my part. And what am I trying to do for you? And that's only something you and he can talk about. You know?
0: It's good. One of the resources that you've done over this past year that we've texted about is um, feeding the mouth that bites you. Yeah, yeah. And that's a podcast and a book. And so that ties in a little bit to adulting. And, well, and I think, yeah,
1: sometimes in a more conservative culture, there is this we want our kids to be morally perfect. And we have these really high expectations and standards and control. And I do think that that can almost inhibit some adulting from happening because there isn't the problem solving or the ownership or the responsibility on the child's end as they're growing and we forget to transition our role into more of a coach and a guide and with some boundaries of you know if this happens this is going to happen but that book really outlines hey you have this growing adult Who keeps asking, when am I an adult? And so, if you just outline, hey, these are the areas of your life that we would love for you to take ownership of eventually, especially when you're about to head off to college, we hope that you are a fully functioning adult. And if you're leaving one country and going to a whole nother country, that can be terrifying. You're getting to the months right before, and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot to teach them this. I forgot to teach them this. I forgot to teach them this. And this book is like, okay, let's outline your room. And this is a country. We'll label that the room country and driving is a country. And when you wake up is a country and when you go to bed is a country or your phone is a country. And our goal is all of these countries are under your sovereign rule by the time you go to college. But before then, (laughs) we're, we're gonna slowly hand them over to you. And we're going to, if you're not, ruling them well, we might take back the ownership of those countries. And so it just shows them like that you're on the same page for them to be an adult. That also encourages them with the message of we are testing this out and it it matters what you do with this freedom and that you show up with responsibility. And I've just seen that it's it's lessened the pushback. Like there's less battling. There are going to be super failures. I'm going to tell you that there's going to be heartache, but I have learned that I'm really thankful that it's happening now while he is still under, he, them, all the boys are still under our roof. And I didn't wait until, okay, now, Hey, you're in college and you've got all the freedom Let's and figure it out and all the responsibility And now you failed out of college. And that was a big waste of time, money, energy, emotional, you know, and possibly some really severe consequences. So
0: one of the biggest statistics that scares me is that students don't do well in college because of emotional and mental health and that they typically don't retain for that, which is a surprise because you would think it'd be academics. And maybe that's the start of it. But really, it just begins this downward spiral. And I think that whole concept of really raising young adults before they leave helps them gain that maturity and emotional intelligence and emotional stability so that when they are launched, you don't have this
1: vacuum of power. (laughs) And And it seems backwards from what you would think. You would think, no, I need to be really pushed in, pushed in, pushed in, pushed in, and really teaching them all the time. It's like, no, there's actually this pullback that allows them to stand up and make some mistakes and then you come in with the coaching because there'll be more receptive I think to it when they've had to see oh wow my way did not work I thought that this would go a lot better if I did it this way but oh whoops nope that doesn't work you and will I've run out of gas eventually <laughs> you,
0: you will- do And I've literally run out of gas and it has changed. Like you said, your communication, your pushback, it just, it it changes everything. And it has been transformative. And you have to be
1: okay with your kid looking like a failure. That goes back to like, if, and and in community, can we not talk badly about other moms? If their child is having a hard time, that would be helpful. If moms, we could be for each other and our kids, instead of I mean, where is that mom? What is she doing? It's like, okay, well, maybe she's doing her best and maybe you don't know the whole story and maybe you might be next, so. Yeah, I tell my kids all the time, we have no
0: idea what goes on in other families any more than people knew what was going on in yours. And just give grace because sometimes you're just doing the best you can with your little straw above the ocean. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And there's not like this cause effect. It's not X plus Y equals Z. I promise you it's not. I've seen people do it the exact same way and different outcomes. So just that holding that humility and that posture. I think it it goes into even this conversation of where do I go to college? And is my kid going to the right place to school? It's holding that posture of. This is the information available to me. These are some firm boundaries that are unchanging in this decision. And here's some flexibility. And this is where God could move. And I need to recognize in my limitedness that I can't know the bigger story. And worry and comparison and second guessing is not going to help in this decision making process. So even in the book, Right Where You Belong, I kind of help people say, okay, what are these firm boundary lines that God has given you? And can we acknowledge them, call them out so that then we can invite God in and say, okay, where are you leading me? What are you inviting me into? He's at work all the time around the globe. We get invited to join him in that. No matter what
0: college you go to.
1: No matter what college. I I tell people all the time here in Dallas, there's certain... Colleges that are really hot and popular. And I'm like, dudes, I went to Taylor University in Indiana, and we're all in the same room right now. Like, there's God isn't limited by that.